listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. All right, let's jump into this today, and thanks for being on with me. Um, John chapter 16 is where we're starting today. Um, You saw the title of the broadcast, and of course, don't forget, if you're new to the broadcast, oh, yeah, brought to you by Nespresso Latte Beverages, the Roma Pods, which are my favorite. So today's latte brought to you by Nespresso. Bam. Um, So the question is this. Uh, if you saw the title of the broadcast, you saw that today we're going to be dealing with the fact that you have an unfair advantage. You as a believer have an unfair advantage in every area of life. And that's why I want you to start with me in uh, the gospel of John chapter 16. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to pump you full of faith. And then tonight, if you're new to the broadcast and you've never been here before, maybe you've, you don't know what we're doing. Um, every night we're doing spirit of faith sessions that, uh, start at 7 PM Eastern time every single night. We're not even taking any nights off. The Lord told me to get on, pump you full of faith. So that's what we're doing every single night. Don't miss tonight. At seven o'clock, it's going to be powerful, uh, building your faith. But today is going to build your faith as well. And you're going to see something possibly that you've never seen about yourself and understand something about your ability that you've never understood before. Um, one of the things that really bothered the kind of the story that, that it first in my life set me off on this is, uh, back when I was a youth pastor and I was a youth pastor for about eight or nine years, depending on how you count it, uh, for my uncle, Pastor Terry Shuttlesworth, who pastors Dominion Christian Center in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And uh, I was the youth pastor there at the church for a number of years. And um, so I had been asked to go and speak at a youth event uh, in another part uh, of the country as a guest speaker. And um, so one of the things that I did is because I just really wanted the what I was getting ready to teach and preach to the young people at the youth conference. I wanted it to be extremely understandable. I wanted to ha- ha- give them something they could take away and that would be embedded in their spirit. So I basically just took my notes of what I was going to be preaching. Uh, I took my notes of, of all the things that on my outline, my scriptures, my points, everything that I did. And I laid it out in Photoshop in like a, a postcard format. So they had like a front and back full color postcard of my notes. Then I printed up like, you know, 500, 700 of those and brought them with me. And when I got to the place where I was going, um, I gave them to the youth pastors so that they could hand them out to the young people as they were coming in to the church. And And the youth pastor started looking at the postcard that I had designed. And then he started saying stuff and I was listening to me and this is what he said. He's like, man, brother Ted, he said, I... I really love these. These look really, really awesome. He said, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I really wish that I had the ability to do what you can do. He said, you know, you don't just preach, but you're really good with all these graphics and uh, all this stuff with websites and all this. He said, man, I really wish that I had the ability to do what you can do. 
And when he said that, something hit me in my spirit. And I got almost like a a, a righteous irritability uh, or indignation, as some call it, rose up on the inside of me. And uh, before I even knew what I was saying, I kind of cut him off from speaking. I said, hey, I said, I, I thought you were filled with the Holy Spirit. And it kind of like took him back. He said, well, I, you know, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. I said, oh, you are. I said, well, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, stop saying that there's things you can't do. Stop saying that. I said, first of all, and this is what we're going to get into today, because as a believer, you have an unfair advantage even over the world. Unfair advantage even over the world. And um, I said, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost, then there you should never again say, I can't do this, or I wish I could do that. You should never again say that. Because the Holy Spirit within you is a supernatural force, not just of power, but of wisdom. He's not just a, a, a source of power. He's a source of wisdom. And I want to read to you. I'm in John chapter 16, by the way. Jesus is speaking regarding the Holy Spirit. John 16 and verse 13. Look at this. The Bible says, when the spirit of truth comes... Notice, isn't that interesting? Notice how Jesus even refers to the Holy Spirit, refers to the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth. He said, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will, pre he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. So number one, the Holy Spirit himself is a spirit of wisdom. He is the spirit of truth. And so there's nothing that he cannot show you. There's nothing that he cannot teach you. There's nowhere that he cannot lead you. So the first thing we need to understand is that we're not just filled with a spirit of power. We are filled with a spirit of truth. We are filled with a spirit of wisdom. That's so important. In fact, I want you to let, let that be the first thing you pop in the comments today. I am filled with a spirit of wisdom. That's why I want you to write in the comments to start the day today. I am filled with a spirit of wisdom. That's so vital. So vital that you catch that. And uh, our children, we're teaching the children that, even in Miracle Word Kids, from a very young age. You know why we're doing that? Let me, let me explain to you why we're doing it. And maybe you grew up in an environment like this. Because if you've always been told that you're stupid, if you've always been told that you're an idiot, you can't do anything right, you're such a screw up, you, you know, if that's the way that you've been talked to and taught for your entire childhood and teenage years, man, you never get anything right. You're such an idiot. You know, these are phrases people hear growing up if they grew up in a home that was not, you know, full of the Holy Ghost. And so you get, you get these kinds of things. You're so stupid. Would you, would you grow up? Right? You're such an idiot. Why you always, why do you always screw everything up? You know, all of that stuff. Why? And people that grow up with, with that, <clears throat> what ends up happening is, is it creates a mindset within them that they can't do anything, that everything they attempt to do is wrong, that everything that they try to accomplish, even if it's for the Lord, 
will end up being wrong. <clears throat> Why is that the case? And then what will happen is then they'll start to act out of that insecurity and believe in that insecurity more than believing what God's word says about them. And the Bible says that's why it's so important what you believe even about yourself. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So here's the problem. Is that if somebody has caused you to believe that you're a screw up, that you're an idiot, that you're stupid, that nothing you ever do is right, you'll begin to act like you're a screw up. You'll begin to act like you're an idiot and you'll expect things to turn out wrong when you do things because it's what you believe in your heart. It will become the expectation of your life. And so if you did grow up in a home like that, you have to retrain your thinking to understand that's not who I am. That's not my identity. That is not what God created me to be. I am full of supernatural wisdom full of supernatural wisdom. That has to be your uh, confession over yourself. That's why even with Miracle Word University, we're teaching the kids from a young age that they are strong, smart, and set apart. I want you to hear that. The kids that we're teaching, Miracle Word, they are strong, smart, and set apart. Why are we teaching them that? Because we want to be those that are teaching the young people, there's nothing you can't accomplish with the power of the Holy Ghost. There's nothing you can't do in the power of God. There is nothing that God will not empower you to be successful in if it's your calling and purpose. So never again believe. So we're teaching that from the very ground up level. Because so many people, I grew up in a home like that. I grew up in a home like that. That was my story. People are are writing that in the comments. Well, There you go. You understand as well as I do that not every parent was a Holy Ghost-filled model Christian that was building their children up in the faith. Some people, some parents spoke out of frustration. Some parents spoke out of anger. Some parents spoke out of ignorance, but the end result was the same. It sowed a seed into the children that caused them to not believe what God's word said about them. You may not have had any understanding of the word. And so it's important that now you you retrain your brain, retrain your spirit man to know I'm not an idiot. I'm not a screw up. I'm not stupid. I'm not ignorant. No, I have the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. He's the spirit of truth and he gives me supernatural wisdom. He gives me supernatural wisdom. And we know that God wants us, by the way, to have wisdom because the Bible says in James chapter one and verse five, if any man lacks wisdom, that includes women, let them ask of God who gives to all men and women liberally and will not rebuke them for asking. So it's interesting. That's true, Lenan. Spouses can also sow negative seeds. That's why it's important how you talk to your husband. It's important how you talk to your wife. It's important how you talk to your children. And so the Bible says, if you lack wisdom, all you need to do is ask God and he will give it to you liberally and he won't rebuke you for asking. He wants you to be wise. 
Listen, God so wants you to be wise that he put an entire book of collected writings in the Bible called Proverbs for the sole purpose of making you wise so that you would walk in uh, success in, in in every area of life. Let me read that to you, by the way, if you've never heard it. That's the whole purpose of Proverbs being added to scripture. Listen to this. The Proverbs, this is Proverbs 1, 1 through, I'm going to read it through verse 5. Listen to this. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth, let the wise hear and increase in learning, the one who understands obtain guidance. You see that? That's the point of having the book of Proverbs. God so wanted you to be wise and successful, he included an entire collection of Proverbs for you to become more wise. And then he said, if you still lack wisdom, then just ask the Holy Spirit and I will give you wisdom because I want you to be wise. I want you to be wise. And so I want you to see this now. Very interesting. We're in John 16, 13. When the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority. Whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you things that are to come. Now, flip your Bible one page back, or if you're on a digital version, go to chapter 14. And I want you to hear this. Because now he can, he's, this is his previous teaching on uh, the Holy Spirit who is to come. I love this. <clears throat> the Bible says, uh, this is the Gospel of John, chapter 14, and let me uh, let me read, start and read verse 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, listen, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. The Holy Spirit, that's John 14, 26, he will teach you all things. You see that? So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He's the spirit of wisdom and he's our divine teacher. He's our divine teacher. He can teach us how many things? All things. That's powerful right there. He will teach us all things. Let me give you one more before I start really talking about this. Same author, 1 John I love this. First John chapter two and uh, verse 27. First John 2, 27, listen to this. But the anointing that you received from him abides in you and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything, about what? About everything. And is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. So John says in first, first, his first epistle, after the gospel he wrote, he said, you've got the anointing in you, the Holy Spirit that will teach you 
And you have no need that any man should teach you for the spirit of God will teach you everything you need to know. Why? Because he's omniscient. He knows everything. And so he has the ability to teach you anything because he knows anything. And the Bible says if he's living within you, then one of his main jobs and functions as your helper is to begin to teach you things that you do not know. Listen, let me just say it this way. If you're a Holy Ghost filled believer, then you should have an advantage in every area of life and wisdom above those that don't know Christ. You should have an advantage. Your mind is anointed. Let me tell you something you should start saying about yourself every single day. You should say this, and we have this, by the way, we put this in our prayer points that are in the app. If you don't have the Miracle Word app, it's available in the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. It's free, and within the app, you can get all of our prayer points with the scriptures included to pray over your family and life and confess daily. One of the things that we say, pray, and confess is this. I thank you, Lord, that your word declares, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And so because I have access to the mind of Christ, I can walk in supernatural wisdom and I can accomplish what others cannot accomplish. I can speedily accomplish what others cannot accomplish. And then we pray like this. I thank you, Lord, that your word says in Isaiah chapter 55, that as the heavens are higher than the earth, uh, so are your ways higher than my ways and your thoughts higher than my thoughts. So today I ask you, Lord, give me access to your ways and your thoughts today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me hear the thoughts of God. Let me discover the ways of God. Lord, as you did for Moses, where where your word declares that you made known your actions to the children of Israel, but you made known your ways unto Moses. Lord, in this new covenant, which is a better covenant, do the same thing for me. Let your ways be known unto me in Jesus' name. Verses eight and nine, Karen. Isaiah 55, eight and nine. Lord, as you did for Moses, do it for me under a better covenant. Give me access to your ways and to your thoughts in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I ask you to let the, 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 the wisdom that you promised me flourish in my mind and in my life. I thank you that there's nothing I can't understand. I thank you that there's nothing I can't figure out for your Holy Spirit is teaching me all things. I pray like that. I talk like that. And I confess like that, that the mind of Christ belongs to me. And then you start to think about it logically. What does that mean? You know, I hear people say, well, and you'll hear this often. Well, there's, there's a new job available I just saw, and, and I'm, I'm looking for a good job. The only problem is that the, the job description says that I have to be uh, good with computers, and I'm just not good with computers. Hard as I may try, I just can't understand computers. I've had people tell me that. I've had people tell me that. Hard as I may try, I just, I'm not a computer person. I just can't understand computers. And so what? They lose out on a job that could have been a blessing to their life because they say they don't understand computers. What do you think the Holy Spirit does? You think he knows everything except computers? 
Do you honestly think that the Holy Spirit can teach you all things? But we should have had a footnote in our Bible. It should have said, the Holy Spirit who will teach you all things, asterisk, look down at the bottom of the page. Oh yeah, hold on. In the original Greek language, it says here, he will teach us all things except computers. I mean, like, what do you think? The Holy Ghost doesn't understand how to work computer software? He created the heavens and he created the earth. He knows all things and can teach us all things except computers. I mean, people blow my mind that are Christians because they actually talk that way and they believe that way. Well, you know, I, I just wish, brother, I could, I could do like what others do, but, you know, I've just never been good with computers. Get good at it. Get good at it. You're full of the Holy Ghost. You're full of the spirit of wisdom. You have the ability. You have the ability. Let me ask you a question. You're telling me that some 19-year-old guy in another country can go and learn who's, who's not just unsaved, filled with a spirit of perversion. There's some 19-year-old guy that can learn how to build a website dedicated to pornography, learn how to monetize it, learn how to get the webcam set up, all that stuff, learn how to take international currency, learn how to make money and become, you know, a, a millionaire through pornography and that, that demon spirits can inspire and drive him to be able to do that. And you've got Christian people that can't get a job because it says, well, you've got to be good with computers, man. I wish, what are you telling me? Demon spirits of lust that drive people to set up websites where they're making money off of pornography have more spiritual wisdom than the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. You got to be kidding me. And there's people that talk like that. Well, I'm just not good with computers. I wish I was good with computers. Get good at it. Become good at it. Ask the Holy Spirit to train your mind and that as you study to show yourself approved, ask God to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's all you have to do. Ask God to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. You can do all things that are, that are uh, attached to your purpose. You can do all things that are attached to your purpose. Don't allow, don't allow the devil or your what, what you've experienced in your human past through parents that didn't speak to you correctly to make you believe that you cannot do what the spirit of God says you can, which is all things. If you've got the Holy Ghost, what can you not do? If God is for you, who can be against you? Brandon's given his testimony that, uh, you know, <clears throat> he learned to play the keyboard by the Holy Spirit. Well, that's, that's what happened to me. But I will tell you this because it's tied in with what I'm teaching today. I went through that prayer line with uh, Brother R.W. Shambach under the tent. As a young boy, I mean, like I was probably maybe 11 or 12, maybe 13, he laid hands on me and he began to pray and he said, God, give him that desire of his heart to play the keyboard and to praise and worship you. Well, I had never had any training in playing the keyboard or piano. No, no, uh, I'd never had any lessons, none of that, but I had a desire. Uh, it was part of my purpose and I knew it was. And what did I do? Well, when I got hands laid on me and anointed with oil, I didn't just go back and sit down on the couch and say, well, one day God's going to just unleash that thing in my life. And I'm going to sit down at a piano and start going off in the Holy Ghost. I won't even know what I'm playing. I'm just going to sit there and the Holy Ghost is going to guide my fingers. No, that's not what I did. What did I do? First thing, went to Barnes and Noble and bought a cord 
dictionary or encyclopedia. And I brought it home and I opened it up with a keyboard in front of me. And I sat down and began to study to show myself approved, study to show myself approved. What did I do? I began to learn everything, but let me show you the the work of the Holy Spirit. There was no YouTube then. There was no uh, internet for the purposes that we have now back then. But anytime I would go to a church where I would hear a praise and worship leader uh, play something on the piano, I'd come right up to him after the service was over. I was like, man, on that song, show me that chord change you did. Show me those chords you played on that song at that moment. And I would have him show me, what am I doing? Studying. And then here's how the Holy Spirit helped me. The Spirit of God gave me wisdom and revelation and he anointed my mind to learn. He anointed my mind to learn. And what happened? As I continued to study to show myself approved, guess what took place? He helped me by never allowing me to forget the things that I had learned and obtained. I retained them and I remember them. Remember, he said he can bring things to your remembrance. And so as I took action by faith, as I studied to show myself approved, I went after it, pursued my gift, pursued my call. What did the Holy Spirit do? Anointed my mind to learn anointed my mind to retain knowledge. And that's exactly what's happened. To this day, I've never gone to college for playing for, for playing the piano or keyboard or organ. I've never done any uh, classes in that way. It's been the Holy Spirit helping me to learn as I study to show myself approved. Any gift, let me just tell you something. And I love to learn. It's because the Holy Spirit's anointed me to do it. Any gift that I have activated in my life, any gift throughout my life, many have built up being able to do uh, graphics and, uh, you know, things like that, being able to do like graphic design and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, when you see stuff like this right here, when you see those kinds of graphics and, you know, other things that we do are, you know, magazine until recently, all of that stuff that you see graphically done, God anointed me to do those kinds of things. I had no training in Photoshop. I had no training in Illustrator or training to do web design. No training in any of those things. But what did I do? Studied to show myself approved. Studied to show myself approved. Well, let me tell you, <clears throat> I was up this morning at 8, 8.30 a.m., but I went to bed at 5 a.m. At 5 a.m. last night. What was I doing until 5 a.m.? Watching funny videos? No. I was on YouTube learning and learning and learning. I was watching tutorials and taking notes last night until 5 a.m. this morning, went to sleep, got up at 8.30, began to study to teach you, and I'm back here teaching, but I was up. What am I doing? Studying to show myself approved. Things that will uh, bolster, if you will, or attach themselves to my purpose. Let me just tell you something. We don't stop as Holy Ghost people. There's nothing we can't learn. There's nothing we can't do. Nothing. We have an unfair advantage in this world as we have access to the mighty Holy Spirit. Don't ever again say, I can't do this. I can't do that. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can do. You can do. And I understand the context of that scripture, but I'm telling you that you can do. There is an ability that comes upon us that those who are unregenerated and those who are unsaved and don't have the Holy Spirit don't have access to. 
And so there's nothing, especially in the day and age that we live in, which was uh, prophesied by Daniel in the Old Testament, that in, the, in these final moments of time, knowledge would increase. Well, let me tell you, I was thinking about this yesterday. Did you ever think about this? I mean, some of you might not be old enough to go back and remember before the internet was like really a thing, but some of you watching can, and you can remember that like in order to learn something, you had to like either go to college to learn it, or you had to like find a library and then go wade through piles of books to try to find the one piece of information that you're looking for. You had to do like diligent research in a library, all all these things. I mean, remember that that was just a couple of decades ago where you had to go to a public library and wade through books and, and figure out what you're trying to figure out or break open an encyclopedia or go to college and learn it from a professor. Now you can Google it. I mean, I want you to understand, you can Google it. <laughs> if you think, I mean, you can Google it. With, you know, back, <clears throat> back when people used to have arguments around the dinner table and say, um, you know, what's, I wonder what this, well, and people would sit there and argue for 30 minutes. No, I don't think that's true. I think the real thing is this. No, I don't think so. I think the real, the real answer to that is this. That's not, that doesn't happen anymore. People get into those arguments and say, well, let's check. And they Google it and find out the answer. Daniel said in the end times, knowledge would increase. It's a sign of the end times. Knowledge has increased so violently in the last 20 years that we have access at our fingertips to any information that there is. Any information. Think about that. There's no excuse in this day and age for not being able to sit down, even with the power of the Holy Ghost in you, and then allow him to teach you all things. Well, I just don't know how to do that. Google it and then say, Holy Spirit, as I watch these tutorials, anoint my mind to learn them and anoint me to understand them and anoint me to employ them in my life so that I become extremely sharp. Let me just say, it blows my mind. It blows my mind um, that there are young kids. You say, well, it's just the generation they grew up in. No, they want to do this. They want to learn and know. There are kids who have learned how to put together, and when I say kids, I'm talking about people that are like 14, 13, kids that have learned by just watching tutorials and learning on their own how to put together an entire streaming show where they go on the internet and just play video games for people that want to jump on and watch them play video games. And they will go live and have a full, uh, like, like we're doing today, have like a full show where they have graphic overlays and you have people that are donating money to them in their Patreon account and other ways. And they've got all these graphics going on. They're streaming, they're playing video games, talking to people on chat at the same time. You got 13 year olds that can teach themselves to do that, that aren't even saved or filled with the Holy Ghost. And we've got adults like, well, you know, I just don't know how to use computers. If you've got the Holy Ghost, he'll teach you all things. You know, there, there was a, the, a colloquialism that for years was used. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. I've come to find out after 30, some almost 40 years of living that the real truth most of the time is that old dogs don't want to learn new tricks. It's not that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's that uh, many times old dogs don't want to learn new tricks. Bottom line. 
Exactly, Lynn-Ann. What's an encyclopedia? Technology has moved so quickly that uh, the generation under me doesn't even know what things are that we used regularly. I was watching a study. They put these, they weren't millennials. They were like Gen Y. They put them into a room and put on the table a rotary self, uh, cell phone, a rotary telephone. And they all just looked at it. And, and they, they were asking them to comment on it. What do you think it's for? What do you think it does? None of them could answer the question of what that thing did. They looked at a rotary phone. <laughs> you remember when we used to call people like that? They looked at it and didn't know. I have no idea what it is or what it's for. I mean, literally, it has gone so quickly. And there's so much that we have access to. And we have the Holy Spirit. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to start the business that God has called you to start. There's no reason that you shouldn't have be able to. Let me tell you, let me encourage you with something that you can do, especially in this time where you're uh, home, you know, quarantined. Let me, let me just tell you something that you can do. You can start your own business from home as a child of God and be blessed financially. Let me tell you, even with uh, going to work, when you go back to work, and some of you are still going into work, but even with work, when you go back to work, think about this. You could come home. There's many of you that could start things from home, an Etsy store, things like Britt did. She started a cake pop business, started making cake pops, and then orders started coming in from everywhere. Don't You could do, <clears throat> you know, think about this. With a, uh, with with just what the world calls a side hustle, you could literally stay at home, or when you come home from work, like others teach, you can do. Imagine, I mean, I want you to just think about this because it's not it's not that big of a deal to be able to do it. <clears throat> Imagine if you went to work and made your paycheck, and then came home and by the power of the Holy Spirit learned how to do something by the power of God and got good at it. And then started making an additional $50,000 a year or $30,000 a year in those three extra hours you take from home every night doing the thing that you want to do or that the Holy Spirit's led you to do. So you you not only have your, uh, imagine if all you did, like this is what I did. I started a business like that back when I was on staff at the church as a youth pastor. And when I would come home, I'd just sit on the couch with my laptop and design things for people, make websites for people. And even back then, you know, in like 2005 and 2006 and 2007, 13, 14, 15 years ago, I would sit there and in my 20s, like literally sit in there and start bringing in an extra $30,000, $40,000 a year just by sitting there and doing stuff on my couch with my laptop. And just by word of mouth, I didn't buy any billboards or radio time to advertise, just by the Holy Spirit teaching me all things and being diligent to do it. Do you know what my main, one of my main motivations was for doing that? I wanted to have extra money to sow into the kingdom of God. I wanted to have extra money to sow into the kingdom of God. So what did I do? I didn't just sit around and pray, oh God, send me more money to sow in the kingdom of God. No, I got out, activated my gifts, my callings, and understand this, knew that the Holy Spirit was helping me. And watch, when the Holy Spirit, who knows your heart, 
knows that your purpose behind doing these things is to attach yourself and be generous in the kingdom of God, you better believe. Can I tell you how, how serious it got? It got so serious. That business so took off that I could not uh, properly handle the responsibilities that I had. Uh, plus, I had children coming and all that. And I was so much business was coming in only by word of mouth. I had to take my website down because I didn't have the time to do all the business. And even with the website down, word of mouth business still came in so rapidly that I had as much business as I wanted to do in every arena because the Holy Spirit knew that if he would bless me, I would be a blessing to the kingdom. And let me tell you, I had no, there was no budget to do advertising. I didn't do any of that. The Holy Spirit is the one who opens the doors. If you remember me teaching a few days ago, I taught you on the subject of the key of David, the one who holds the key of David, who opens doors that no man can shut and shuts doors that no man can open. That is God working on your behalf. Can you imagine if you just came home and said, you know what? I have the ability. God's going to give me a supernatural idea and I'm going to attack it and whatever it might be. Maybe it's something you love doing. Maybe it's photography, videography, maybe it's web, maybe it's, you know, cooking like Brit's doing, whatever. God will anoint that, put his hand on it, teach you how to be better than your competition and you'll rise to the top and be blessed. Imagine, imagine when God starts blessing you and you have an extra revenue stream of $50,000 a year extra just coming into your hand just by doing something three, four hours a night that you love to do. And even if it went into an account, and you just used it to sow, used it to bless people, used it to bless your family. Imagine that. Imagine that. And God can and will do that for you because you have the Holy Spirit who teaches you all things. There's nothing that you, I know. And let me tell you, Montanique said cooking and she's a cook. Let me tell you, she can tear it up in the kitchen. And I'll tell you, God will do the same for you. God will do the same for you. You have a catering business. You have a cake pop business. You can have your own cleaning business. Let me tell you, I have a young friend that maybe will listen to this on the podcast. Maybe he's watching live right now. He lives here in Florida. I got a friend. I stayed with him one time. His name's Jordan and he is anointed and he's, he's supernaturally wise and his parents taught him to be that way. They raised him up that way. Whole families like that. And I went to his house. We were staying with them. And uh, I went into his bedroom. This is a young guy that before the age of, uh, he's, he's well younger than 20, but like before the age of 18, I want you to think about this. He started his own landscaping company along with other companies, a cleaning business. And then as a teenager, he's hiring, he's hiring other people as a team He's got, I went into his room. He's got a map of his uh, little region of his city up. He's got pins in the map of places where he's servicing with the lawn business and the cleaning business. He's got goals written on a board. You know, this year, you know, this year will bring in this much revenue. This year will exceed last year's revenue by this much. He's got a plan to expand. He's got a plan to hire extra staff. He's got a, he's got his own, uh, like, uh, like van that like truck style van carries his equipment around on i mean literally he's not 21 yet he's not even 20 he's a teenager and just because he's anointed by the holy spirit let me tell you he's bringing in money he's bringing in money 
Why? Because the Holy Spirit will anoint your mind to be able to do what you can do. Don't ever again believe, I can't do this. I can't handle that. I don't know how to do that. Yes, you do. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. He teaches you all things. You have no need that no man teach you. He leads you into all truth. You'll figure it out before others figure it out. Let me just say, and I heard a preacher say this once, I'll never forget it. He said, you're only pursued for the problems that you can solve for others. People will only pursue you for the problems that you can solve for others. If you can solve problems, they'll find you and they'll hire you and they'll pay you to solve problems that no one else can solve and begin to confess that I'm a problem solver. In fact, I want every person watching, put it in the comments. I'm a problem solver. Put it in the comment section. I am a problem solver. That's your story as a Holy Ghost filled believer. I am a problem solver in Jesus name. And the fa- don't don't forget about the favor of God. It's like when I was a youth pastor, I had young people that were you know, uh not only getting jobs at a young age, but then being blessed on their jobs, being promoted to manager. You've probably heard me tell the story of my teenage uh, guys in my youth group getting jobs and then being promoted to manager above those that had more seniority, more experience, but because the hand of God was upon their life, God lifted them up above the rest. He'll do the same for you. He'll do the same for you. That's it. Put it in the comment. I'm a problem solver in Jesus name. You'll solve problems and you'll be pursued for the problems that you solve and you will be blessed. You will overflow because you have the advantage that others do not have. What is that advantage? The mighty power of the Holy Spirit. It is that advantage. It is the spirit of wisdom who lives on the inside of you. You have access to the mind of Christ. You have need that no man teach you. You have the mind of Christ. You have the ability to do what others can't do. You can understand what others can't understand. Just like in the Old Testament, the Bible says that uh, the Hebrew children were called in. They said, let us do things honorably to our God. All of the other, the cream of the crop of the land of that day came in to serve the king. And they said, let us do it the way that we would do it to honor our God. So Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took that trial period While everybody else was doing it the king's way, on the king's diet, on the king's regimen, they did it God's way. And at the end of that period of time, they were head and shoulders above the rest, the Bible says. Head and shoulders above the rest. You will be head and shoulders above the rest in Jesus' name. You will be blessed above the rest in Jesus' name. Starting in this new month and this new quarter of 2020, Get ready to see a brand new violent increase. Hit your life, hit your business, hit your ministry. We've been confessing even since last year that before June 30th comes to an end, we will see our goals met. We will see every vision fulfilled and we'll have to come up with all new goals for the final six months of the year. That's going to be our story in Jesus' name. Expect this second quarter to blow up for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Expect it to blow up for you. Expect expect ideas to come. Expect avenues to open up. 
Expect the blessing of God to come upon your life in a way that you've never seen. Violent increase, expedited favor in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's coming upon you in Jesus' wonderful name. And that's going to be our story. Every one of us, those that are faithful, every one of us, we're going to see that as our story in the second quarter of 2020 in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, let me, I'm not just going to pray over you. I'm going to declare over you. I am going to prophesy over you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I begin by asking you, touch your people today. Bless your people today. Lord, if they've ever been in a place where they've been told they can't, they're stupid, they're a screw-up, they're an idiot, everything they do is wrong, whatever they touch it turns to nothing, I, I take authority over that thought process and that spirit of inferiority, that spirit of fear, which it really becomes, and that spirit of heaviness, which it becomes. I take authority over it today in the mighty name of Jesus. I command it to leave their life, leave their home in Jesus' mighty name. We cast down every imagination that tries to exalt itself above the mind of God, the things of God, and the nature of God in us. And in Jesus' name, we say we have the mind of Christ, that we have supernatural wisdom. We have access to the ways and the thoughts of God. So now, Lord, I'm praying for your people. Open up their minds and their spirits in April. <clears throat> Give them access to your ways and your thoughts. Give them access to God thoughts, God ideas that will bring them into the overflow. Lord, your word declares that you are the Lord, our God, that teaches us to profit and leads us in the way that we should go. And so, Lord, we ask you now, let this first day of April be the day that you begin to teach us to profit like you never have before, that you lead us in the way we should go like never before in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for that. Now, I declare it. This is going to be a month and a quarter where the blessings of God overtake your life and your family. Get ready for the goodness of God to explode upon the obedient. Get ready for every person that's standing in covenant with God to see a mighty outpouring of his grace and his favor in Jesus' mighty name. Get ready for things to turn in your favor, things that look like they were not working in your favor. Get ready in this second quarter for the blessing of heaven to overtake your family and your life. I speak to every enemy of your increase, every enemy of your soul. I command it to run in terror from your house in Jesus' mighty name. We declare it and we receive it. And if you receive it, put some hands in the comments, shout a loud amen in the comments and let the Lord know you believe it and you receive it. Let the Lord know you believe it and you receive it in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. And then take a step on this first day of a new month and a new quarter and set yourself up properly by sowing a seed, getting seed in the ground as we start this quarter of violent increase. Start the way the Bible tells us to start by releasing something that God can get on and bring increase to. How does he do it? You know, it's interesting to me. <clears throat> God does not multiply what's left behind. God multiplies what's released, not what's left behind. And so start this quarter the right. Let me say this. How you start is important. 
How you start a quarter, how you start a month, how you start a year, it is important. And so today on the first day of April, some people call it April Fool's Day. We're going to make the devil a fool today, thinking he can destroy our lives, thinking he can destroy our finances. We make the devil out to be a fool today on April the 1st. Thank you, Jerry. Soen, 100. I appreciate that. Who will follow the lead of the man of faith, Jeremiah Franks, my friend from West Virginia, a singing machine and a drumming machine and a trombone playing machine. <laughs> I love you. Who will follow that, that lead and step out? You can do it multiple ways. If you're on Facebook or Twitter or Periscope, you can use hashtag donate. Everybody can use Cash App. Everybody can use PayPal. Everybody can go to miracleword.com and sow a seed. Thank you, Montanique. Appreciate that. And take a step of faith and sow. I want to say a big thank you because our partners, <clears throat> we have some of the best partners, I think, that there are. I want to say a thank you to them. I want to say a thank you to Karen Jewell, Michael and Catherine Albert, Heather Swick, Kathleen Wolf, <clears throat> Daniel Ferrara, Justin Catherine Tebow, Zach Ramsey and Heather, Michael, Mike and Lise McConnell, Jordan Wacker, Josiah Griever, Greg and Kathy Hamilton, David Guidel, Jackie Blake, love you, Lynn Armstrong, Bill and Kelly Berardi, we love you, Tina King, Charles Lewis, Ben Jerome, Philip Kong, Lowenda, we love you, Pastor Stephen, Patty Lee, Chad LaValley, Alan Rita LePage, Buddy Crabtree, Brett Larson, Kim Hughes, Deborah, Ted Nashley Melton, Jeff and Marisa, Marissa Eford, David and Abby Condon, Jimmy and Jessica McCullough, Suzanne and Larry Heck, Hayward and Daniel Davis, Laura Rueda, I believe it's pronounced, Brandon. You know, Brandon, I can never pronounce your last name. So give me the actual, give me the actual phonetic pronunciation. Carmina Knowles, Martin Santiago, Brian Nicole Wright, Nathan Joy Miller, Champion Christian Center, Sue Pasquale, David, Daryl and Bonnie Benedict, Paul Wilson and, and Tammy, George and Barrett Nauer, Lori Stromberg, Jay Johnson, Nate Allen, Carmen, Kristen Zeronis, David Cruz, Boomerang Church, Juan Rodriguez, David. I mean, the list goes on. Thank you to our partners. Wanunu. Okay. That's easy. Why did I think it was much harder than that? Brandon Wanunu. That's, that's not hard at all. Just looks hard. Listen, we love you. I pray. That's why I keep your names in my phone. I pray for you by name. I ask God to bless you by name. <clears throat> I don't know, you know, Troy, I don't know of any biblical record of that someone baptizing themselves. I always, in the, uh, I always see in scripture people being baptized by others. Do you not have a pap pastor to baptize you, Troy? Find a pastor that'll be willing to baptize you in water. That's a regular ordinance of the church. Love you, Kristen. Rosa. Mike, love you so much. Appreciate you and, uh, and uh, Caitlin. Um, <clears throat> Tracy, love you too. Appreciate you guys. Thank you to everybody that's sewing. Thank you, Jackie. Appreciate you very much. And uh, we're going to be adding some new stuff on the broadcast in this second quarter, and I'm excited about that. Um, thank you, Aram. Love you very much. Aram Meshagan. 
comes from a family of powerful preachers, and he himself is an anointed man of God. Um, and so I want to just say thanks to everybody because we appreciate you. And of course, we're going to bless you this month as well. And of course, you know this. Everybody that's sowing $1,000 or more, we're sending you this one of the greatest study tools that you can get today. That's the Life Application Study Bible, New Living Translation, Genuine Leather. This is a phenomenal tool. We're going to send it to you. Don't forget, Further Faster is coming out, and we're giving it uh, probably a couple of weeks before we start shipping, but it's coming. Ben Fole, love you, buddy. Appreciate you, man, very much. Yes, don't miss tonight at 7. It's going to be powerful, man. And let me say, if you missed it at the beginning, don't miss this. Don't miss this. <clears throat> the Miracle Word Kids April Mission is up at MiracleWordKids.com. It's free. So you can go download the resources for free. And then on the night of this month at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the craft party. It's a live craft party. You don't want to miss it with your kids. It's going to be awesome. And of course, the Miracle Word Kids Easter boxes, uh, ready to, ready for Easter, ready to ship to you right now, shop.miracleword.com. And then of course, Further Faster, coming out so very soon. So excited for this, man. I've been waiting for this. I've got new stuff coming beyond that as well. I'm getting ready to start writing some fiction for your children. Christian Pentecostal fictional books that needs to be done. And so I'm going to do it. I am going to do it. If you didn't sign up yet to receive the magazine, get it. MiracleWord.com forward slash live. Sign up and get that new magazine. It'll be a huge blessing. People are already getting it in their homes that are on the list. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Christy. Appreciate that. I love you. Let your faith be built. Do not be afraid in this time that we're living in. Do not be afraid. Do not let your heart be troubled, as Jesus said. Don't allow the devil to put you in a spirit of fear. Don't be anxious for anything. Give thanks in all things. Praise God throughout the day and allow your spirit to rise in strength and in joy and in power. Don't be afraid. And then listen, every night <clears throat> we're building your faith with the Spirit of Faith sessions. So don't miss tonight at seven because every single night we're taking your faith to another level. Thank you. Listen, thank you for those of you that are starting the month right, sowing a seed. I'm asking God to send us in 2020 a thousand people that will stand with us every month at $85 or more. Many people are already doing it. I want you to pray today and ask the Lord, am I to be one of those that stands with Ted and Carolyn and believes God for a nation and a generation to be shaken before it's too late? If you are, go to miracleword.com, click the partner button and join us today. I'm glad you're learning, Christy. That's one of the reasons I'm here. I love to teach God's people and build your faith. I love you guys, man. Appreciate you very much. Listen, playing my favorite song again before we go. And we'll be back tonight at 7 o'clock. Have a phenomenal day. I love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, yes. Are you thankful for the Holy Ghost? I said, are you thankful for the Holy Ghost? I got to say this again tonight. Oh, I'm a Pentecostal. I am unashamed. We're the book of action. We are still the same. Worship God the Father. Lift up Jesus' name. We're Holy Ghost and fire in every way. I'm a 
was framed When I got this Holy Ghost I could not contain More exciting than a party Higher than a drug It's the greatest feeling Being washed in His blood You're tired of tradition Religion's done you wrong Feeling dry and empty No longer have a song The story's not over Things for you can change Feel the fire burning as the spirit fans the flame. There's millions who have conquered, millions on the way. Living there, their churches on this Pentecostal day. So hunger in the world that gets stronger every day. They're crying out for Pentecost. That is why we say. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. 